here, we got a guy who punches and his, his fist glows up, right? And that's like standard. There's a lot of punching. And then yeah. this chick got a gun. This chick has a straight up gun. What are we doing? What are the rules of this game? Hi, I'm Gabe. And I'm Kat. And, and we're, we're the, the Ghouls, Ghouls Next, Door. Next Door. Talking about spooky stuff. Because we do. We are the media analysis uh, podcast that t- talks about psychological and historical fears uh, that influence our cinematic ones. I realize that we never kind of give that little tidbit before our show. So people are like, what is this? Uh, but if you're just joining us because you saw anime and you saw your favorite anime in this title, well then welcome to The Ghouls Next Door. We're going to analyze Demon Slayer. We're going to talk to a friend about it because that's what we love to do, especially for this series because anime is so awesome and people love yes. it <laughs> so much. Uh, yeah, so today we're going to be talking about Demon Slayer, um, which is, I would say, is a horror anime just in general because there's i mean there's demons in it i don't know what else you would call it if not horror it's Um, in the title that it's horror (laughs) yeah this has monsters uh beware all who wander here uh but we are going to be joined today by a special guest uh similar to our first two episodes of this series we are being revisited by folks that we had on in previous episodes to, you know, do it again. <laughs> we didn't get enough of them. Um, so before we had Isaiah and we had Mike. And today we have our good friend, Jeff. Hello. Jeff. Hi, Jeff. <laughs> Hello, Jeff. Hi. Thank you for having me, Bet. Yes, yes. We had you in our uh, horror video games episode. Yeah, and I still have to finish that game. I... <laughs> Never mentioned this, but I I have it now, oh, and good. I just I just never played it because I couldn't bring myself to start from the beginning and possibly make worse decisions than I made the first time. <laughs> <laughs> it definitely was that kind of game because it's all reactionary. We we played it until dawn, and it was definitely like you make those split second decisions, and now the the ramifications are there. The butterfly effect is heavily woven <laughs> into the yeah. lore of that game. They actually Maybe had a. Day. Yeah, they had a, Forever you a must new live game. With the death of your friends. <laughs> yes, yeah, it, it results in the death of someone. Um, they the the company I'm totally blanking on who it was, uh, but they had a newer game uh, where you play on your phone. Like there's like the the video game, but you're playing oh, like yes. on your phone. You're interacting and you make decisions as a group and you kind of vote, and yeah. that influenced like what was happening. And we lost. <laughs> we, oh, did, no. we, we ended up dead. 
And it was all one person's fault because they didn't trust us. And so it's like, how could you? Um, So good. So good. Uh, But we have been, you know, dying to get you back on because you are a dear friend of ours and you're always geeking out about something with us, Uh, especially (laughs) horror. Like you're the reason why I'm the horror triple, right? You gave me that name. Yep. (laughs) I I made sure to, uh, you know, made sure it was a part of your your brand i don't know we were that's what we were talking about the most uh when we were sitting back to back in the office so yes very back to back anytime there was horror that was it and we would i mean the three of us would go to horror screenings like we've seen uh yeah. we've seen recently uh ready, ready or, not. or not we watched together and he didn't sit with us and i remember being because <laughs> because i like to sit like, as close to the screen as possible <laughs> Yeah, no. and I think <laughs> you were there when classic. we saw Ouija as well. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. The, everyone, the everyone's like, no one likes to sit in the front row. Like, well, you can now tell everyone you know someone who does. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. Yeah, we, and whenever we would have those screenings, I would drag Cat, and then you would also be there. And we would, you know, spend time geeking out about what we just saw and kind of analyzing it. So you're definitely like an integral part of the ghoul story, and you were our second guest ever. <laughs> episode six video games like, I'm, I'm honored and you guys have come so far yes, <laughs> so this far is I like, yeah i was scrolling on spotify i was like what what like <laughs> you know i don't I, I i catch you guys when i can but i'm like wow they're prolific <laughs> we're out here we're doing it and we, i mean we previously had you know a horror anime episode that was just overall about anime and like how horror is influenced by Japanese culture and things like that. But we wanted to dedicate a whole month and it's like five episodes. It's a very long month uh, to different horror things that are happening in anime. So we're going to be diving into Demon Slayer. But I wanted to talk a bit about what you do as a media creator, because I'm sure people want to know (laughs) what your deal is. Yeah, so I am a big, like, I, I, I don't know even how to put it, a new media advocate. <laughs> there, There is a lot of technology out there that um, is able to interact with humans, with other pieces of technology, and they're both creative and practical um, use cases for that. And... I find myself um, being quite the escapist when I'm in the creative zone. And, you know, when I'm in the practical zone, I'm just completely engulfed <laughs> in, in the work and in, in what, um, how do things work under the hood? Mm-hmm. And to try to give a little bit more to that, I, I do go by a nom de plume, if you will, a uh, quiet twin. And, you know, you can find that at quietwin.com where I try to disassociate it from me as as possible, as much as possible, um, because I feel like there is a side to me that is day to day. The geek that is always learning about how to program in Python, how to pick up, you know, this thing in JavaScript, how to projection map, you know, this image to this structure, how to uh, edit this sound, you know, and design it to, you know, 
fit this world. Like I'm all over the place when it comes to uh, media creation and they all are interconnected in some way. And that is just how I survive. That is just how I radiate, um, you know, and I don't really, as you can hear by my fumbling right now, I don't have the words for it. It just usually comes out through the work itself. And that gave birth to the name um, Quiet Twin because it was as if I had this other side to me that has something to say and it is very powerful. It just doesn't really have a vocal voice and you know, maybe that has something to do with me being a Gemini. I don't know. Um, but, um, <laughs> you know, I'm like, well, there's, the, I, you know what, this inner me, I, I'm going to, you know, I'm going to try to give you the floor a bit more often. And uh, we're going to go on this, this journey together instead of me trying to be the face in the name that is doing all of the, the work. It, it just doesn't quite feel like me. Um, and I feel like maybe that there are some other creative souls out there that might, you know, be able to empathize with that. I don't know, the muses or something, mm -hmm. you know, sometimes it feels like it's, mm -hmm. it's not of you really. So, yeah. 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 I think I definitely see that coming through because it is this like blend of like both sides of your brain. Right. Cause there's like so much tech that goes into it. So much understanding like this, computer language or the software just like under like rethinking how we see colors and shapes into numbers right or to yeah, like spatial absolutely. awareness and then it's also like this whole art part of it where it's just like this creative energy where you're you're making something that, that does not exist anywhere else um and it you know with your description of the quiet twin it really reminds me of i saw like a ted talk where someone uh, it was um elizabeth I think her name is Elizabeth something. She did the like Eat, Eat Pray, Pray Love. love. Mm -hmm. yeah. yeah. She had her uh, her TED talk about uh the how back in the day uh they would refer to like artistic things as as you having been possessed by a daemon. So not like demon as we know them, but like some kind of spirit would enter you, create that media or that that art and then leave. So if it was bad, well, you just got a bad demon. <laughs> so it's not your fault. <laughs> and if it was good, it kept you humble because it wasn't you. You just yeah. got blessed by this demon. And when we kind of parted from the idea that it was like a demon's work and, it, and we put all the onus on the artist, that's when we got like a lot of those really depressed and vulnerable artists who would end up like hurting themselves and like Van Gogh or any of them where it was like, there's so much pressure on you to recreate the same spark, <laughs> like beauty. And if we just like kind of allowed it to be like, no, there's actually the spirit that comes in and we can just open ourselves up to it and, you know, remain humble in that way and just create whatever it's saying to us. And it's not me. It's not me. Yeah. <laughs> I'm just a vessel. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. And, and in that same vein, the, uh, author, I'm blinking. Part of me wants to say Stephen Pressfield, but I don't want to get the name wrong of war, the war of art. Uh, mm. Like that is very much uh, saying the same thing in the sense that you just you just do the work. Don't worry yeah. about like the pressure of like, is it living up to what it needs to be or what? It, no, it's just like you get up and then you you do it like it, and it's going to be what it's going to be, you know? Um, yeah. And, and, you know, give give the he he. 
mentions a, a ritual, you know, just uh, that, that keeps him reminded that like whatever it is, whatever it is you believe in the, the higher powers or whatever, just like you, you, you make sure that you're uh, you're in tune with that. And I'm like, OK, well, <laughs> yeah, right. Yeah. Just let it let them pilot you know, you're Ava for a minute and then you know, <laughs> you let, let it fight those angels and then you get through it. Yeah. Uh, and now there's art in the world that didn't exist before. <laughs> so definitely, you know, listeners and viewers, check out quiettwin.com for some really cool imagery. You also do sound design. Like it's just all over the place. <laughs> it's like mm-hmm. multimedia. People are always like, Gabe, you're doing too much. I was like, okay. <laughs> you haven't met <laughs> my friend. <laughs> <laughs> you haven't met me. Like, I'm doing the bare minimum of everything I do. Okay. Like we're getting by. Um, But we did bring you on to talk about anime specifically, because that is another thing of which we geek out about with you. Um, And so could you tell us like what it is that you like about anime and like, what are your, your favorites? Oh, well, you know, let me just pull my list up here um, (laughs) really quickly because that, that is you know, bit. I never, I never put any conscious thought into it. You know, I, I, I just, just like it. <laughs> yeah, I just like it. You know, and, and I never thought about why. But let's, let's be real for a second. It, the, the same reason anyone likes it, if you're enthralled with an anime, any anime right now, and that is escapism. Um, I mentioned it before, like you know, through my work. But when I'm not working or I'm just I don't feel like working like I feel like just (laughs) letting something else take me away the the world today has a tendency if you're not being exposed to enough new experiences to feel a bit mundane sometimes and the things that make it not so mundane are downright stressful sometimes you know uh yeah sure pandemic famine bombings like you know and it's like okay <laughs> yeah it's like i think i'm a little i'm a little over this world right now like I, i'm gonna go to sleep i'm gonna wake up and i'm still gonna be here but while i'm awake can i like be elsewhere and you know that anime is it's just one of the the easiest ways um especially i mean I, I listened to your Dragon Ball Z episode, uh, and I absolutely love it. Uh, yell boys, never, never thought about it that way. Brilliant. Um, and, but you know, I, I heard your guest Isaiah mention, you know, isekai anime, and it doesn't get in any uh, escapist than following the journey of someone who's been transported from their world to another world while you're also trying to get out of your world, <laughs> right? <laughs> yeah. Like, um, like it, it's, it's, uh, it's very layered. So, yeah, I like to just get away. Uh, besides that, when I first started watching anime, it was also just about these examples that as a kid, I wasn't, again, consciously processing, but they were, they were like being ingrained in me um dragon ball z was my first uh as it was for a lot of people if you have any doubts <laughs> that <laughs> dragon ball z k- kicked open the door or not to what anime is in western society now like look goku was made the ambassador for the 2020 tokyo olympics so <laughs> that that is that is because he is a globally recognized icon <laughs> right like like really Dragon Ball Z kicked the door open globally, not even just in Western culture, right? So, yeah. um, 
I got these like early examples of things that I don't honestly think I would have gotten anywhere else. Like the idea that friends could be just as precious to you as family, uh, you know, um, the fact that you shouldn't be letting anyone tell you who or what you are and what your limits are because you define that. Right. And that was that was a big thing that, you know, in its own goofy and sometimes slightly hyper masculine way um, <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> like that was something that Dragon Ball Z did right um it does have capacity to be if, depending on what you're watching um sometimes educational uh it, it's just like the 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 spectrum is it's just so broad in in genres that I just you know at this point just again, take your pick. You know, I, I I I mentioned this before offline to to Gabe at one point that I was following an anime called Cells at Work, and I was like, wow, I'm learning more in this than yeah. I did in biology, right? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> you know, and and just within that that sort of realm, they went from like this sort of fluffy anime to Cells at Work Code Black which is a horror anime, right? Because these cells are not in a body as healthy as the one that was just in the normal cells at work, you know? So they're always having to deal with diseases and invasions, like, you know? Um, Osmosis Jones. Yeah, it's like, an Os it's, it's like an Osmosis Jones, but honestly, like, so much better because it keeps you in the world of the body, you know? Yeah. You just have to use context clues. Like, if the sky just opens up and all of your, your red blood cell friends start leaving, that's because, <laughs> like... They're obviously someone just got cut and that they're they're gone. They're gone forever. That's just how that works. <laughs> this is how bleeding works. You know? <laughs> you know, so it's uh it, it, who would have who would have thought that like you could have that in like an animated form and it, it just works and it teaches you things, right? Like mm -hmm. I, I I learned that. Um Laughter can boost NK cells or natural killer cells, which can help you fight off cancer cells. Like, I was like, laughter? Oh. Laughter? I was like, I'm, I'm going to fact check this. And sure enough, I type it in and there, there the are studies like, medicine. laughter could help with cancer. That's like, what the, <laughs> that, that, that uh, Robin Williams film, Pat, Patch... Adams or whatever he was like the he was like a clown pediatrician or something. <laughs> I've never seen it, but he was like he like made the kids laugh and they were all sick. I feel like I've I feel like I've seen uh, like references to that in like yeah. other forms. Yeah, 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 definitely. And then I mean the artistry is just next level. You know, like again we're gonna be talking about Demon Slayer. I mean those characters look like they were just by some form of sorcery lifted off the pages of the comic books and then like just colored mm -hmm. in with like the best color palette ever. Like, <laughs> and it just yeah, works. Yeah. And as you guys see, it works in so many different contexts. Like it might look beautifully vibrant and like, you're like, I want to be in that world. And then the next it's like super Scared. dark. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Like, I do not want to be in you're this like, world. You're like, oh, I don't want to be there. <laughs> no, no. Take me out. Take me out. Yeah. So, uh, yeah, I, I, I'd have to say that that's, that's it. It's the reason why I love anime. I, I you know, I think it, it's in some way, shape or form going to be synonymous with why Everyone <laughs> who is uh, very outward with their anime love loves anime. Yeah, we that like the the escapism has been one of the primary 
like reasons that our guests have given, especially now, right? But that it's always just this place to to kind of jump into, and that with you know the fact that it's animated and so elaborate is that it could make any world like there are no limits like the most absurd things can exist in these places and you just believe it it's just okay to be like yes here i am i'm in it i'm gonna figure out this world's like rules and then we're gonna go uh some of them don't do it that well or the rules are really loose and you just gotta yeah. kind of go with it um but that's like one of the biggest things and like that it does teach you things right like there are like you know teaches you about relationships and in your own self-worth. But then also like other knowledge, like, you know, I just binged Haiku and now I know more about volleyball than I've ever in my life. I don't know what I can do with that knowledge, but I know what the positions are. I know how long the games go. I know what the special rules are. Like, it's ridiculous. And I've never played volleyball in my life. Better than watching like a bunch of real life volleyball games and just trying to work it out. <laughs> yes, yes, yes. A lot more boys bonding and you know, overcoming their it's so much more than sports. <laughs> boys in love. Yes, I'm, uh, I'm noticing I, that's a big thing now. Oh, it's sports in anime. Yes. So uh, this one that we're we're talking about, Demon Slayer, is like you said, beautiful. Um, there's a lot of art that, like the the artistic parts of it are definitely like odes to Japanese art. Like the waves is is so much the the famous painting, which I'm totally blanking on yeah. uh, the name of. Uh, but that's like, you know, his breathing technique. I personally love the the rules of Demon Slayer with their breathing and, and the way that they are channeling their powers and the like different like it's so it's a lot easier for me to understand <laughs> than like like I'm currently watching Jujutsu Kaisen and I was like, I cannot tell you what the rules are. I have no one just like, they keep explaining things and I'm like, I don't know what the, just, any of that means. Just, you just gotta up. do the right hand sign and then it just. <laughs> it's like, what? Okay, it's like over here, we got a guy who punches and his, his fist glows up, right? And that's like standard. There's a lot of punching. And then yeah. this chick got a gun. This chick has a straight up gun. What are we doing? What are the rules of this game? I there's, there's a panda and a boy who only speaks in sushi. I don't know what we're doing, but it's a fun time. Yeah. <laughs> but, you know, it, it is yeah. actually very, um, it, it, it's, there's a through line in Demon Slayer with that whole breathing thing too, right? Like, you know, in, in martial arts and in other references, you know, it's, it's chi or ki, like your mm-hmm. breath. You know, that yeah. it, it, it means a lot. Like without that, you're not you're not going to do a whole lot. <laughs> yeah. Right. And yeah. Um, I, I appreciate that. I appreciate that so much. I, I love how it was worked in. But we're going to talk about Demon Slayer. So I'll give you the synopsis. This was the what, anime of the year 2019. And for good reason. Um, although I think Jujutsu Kaisen was anime of the year 2020. So yeah. <laughs> people do really <laughs> like it. Um, but Demon Slayer. Here is a synopsis from uh, IMDb. A family is attacked by demons and only two members survive, Tanjiro and his sister Nezuko, who is turning into a demon slowly. Tanjiro sets out to become a demon slayer to avenge his family and cure his sister, Um, which is a very simple way (laughs) of explaining what's happening. uh, Because that's like episode one, right, is, uh, you know, Nezuko Mm. getting turned and, and the fact that she's a little different from other 
demons in that she doesn't like usually it's like they turn and then they eat the person close to them <laughs> that's it like you know and it happens to be family because that's the person who was there um but she doesn't because she loves Tanjiro and he's his heart is so big and he is so soft and sweet <laughs> that he prevails uh and does it one uh Tanjiro is one of those characters that Kat and I always have this conversation where we're like I don't understand why this character could not be a female <laughs> like it could have been a girl. Uh, there's no, literally no reason why. There's nothing about him that means he mm-hmm. has to be a boy. But yeah, you know, you're right. It's classic, <laughs> classic. Um, <laughs> like it could have been two. It could have been frozen. You know, like two sisters <laughs> learning to love each other, and that's the power. You know, we could have had that. <laughs> I, 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 I think it's it's like a retroactive. Um, how can I put this? It it is helping retroactively patch up some of the toxicity that it might have embedded from other sort of shonen type anime mm-hmm. like yes. with the young boy and he always has to be like he has to get stronger you know like mm, you know like guns like he's either <laughs> yeah. about that or like yeah we, we got to do something hardcore it's it's like well you can have a sensitive side so don't yeah. you can be you can be that guy but like you don't have to be like fully all about that like you know be tender yeah i i feel like yeah tanjiro is sort of like i don't know him being male that is that's the only case i can even begin to make no <laughs> for that. yeah i and i definitely think so um and i'll reference this as well but uh yadoye travis from uh previously getting a robot and now beyond the bot in one of his previous uh episodes because he loves demon slayer did uh a video about how there's like a a new protagonist in shonen that are caring and compassionate and so it's like kind of changing the way that mm. like we're being you know we're seeing our, our heroes so uh he references tanjiro and deku yeah. of being like these really sweet boys who it's and it's like it's not to you know hate on Goku, right? But, like, he was just there to punch, right? He was one punch, and that was fun. And that's it. And he didn't need to care because it it was just a fun time. Uh, Whereas, like, with Tandro and and Deku, there is a lot of caring that's happening. And I think that is one of the reasons I really, really enjoy this story. And when I, like, pitched this (laughs) topic, I was like, the reason I, I really enjoy it is that I, in horror anime specifically... I have seen a trend where we're kind of understanding monsters. We're given a glimpse into the other side by a protagonist who is straddling both worlds. So we like get someone in the first episode, something happens, and now they're a half-half, like they're a mixed person. And I'm like, hey, I understand that. Uh, <laughs> I can identify. Um, but they're, you know, they're they're mixed and they have to, they're introduced to the the very like human version of the monsters, right? Like they're seeing them like uh, Tokyo Ghoul, like Kaneki immediately is, you know, half ghoul to save his life. And then he learns like, oh, they just want to drink coffee and that they're also fighting their own internal wars and that they're all complex and have their own motivations. And like, not all of them are evil. Some of them are weird, like the gourmets. (laughs) But at the end of the day, it's like, they're just, there's no just one ghoul right like they're all unique and different and by like showing us that world through the eyes of Kaneki who's like in the in between um we kind of get to see that humanity in them and then like the other one that I was thinking of is Parasite the Maxim 
which we've covered, I think, in our horror anime episode, where it's like Shinichi yeah. and, you know, Migi, Lefty Lopez there, <laughs> Lefty, uh, are combined because, you know, antics and, and what have you. Uh, but, you know, Migi is doing that, like, classic, you know, alien comes down to Earth and has to find the one human that's good so then we can convince other people not to destroy us kind of thing. Uh, but there's a the other side of that yeah. is that Migi is convincing Shinichi that, like, my race is just trying to survive. Like, you are the food. <laughs> You're eating chicken. I don't understand. Your logic's a bit difficult for me to follow. My kind are simply feeding to stay alive and nothing more. It's natural for life forms to feed on other life forms. You just find it unpleasant that it's your own kind that is being eaten. Well, yeah, of course. Human life is a precious thing, isn't it? I don't know. I can tell you that I value my own life. Like, you're eating chicken, you don't care. So why should we yeah. care that we're eating people? <laughs> you're the food source. How dare yeah. you? Um, and I really, like, enjoyed that. Like, I, I, I love that it, it was, well, one, as a vegetarian. <laughs> like, always, I'm like, I'm just telling you, the evolutionary chain is bound to change. Uh, but it's it's... It was really nice to kind of see that and to see Shinichi being like, oh, they're not all monsters. And even, like, in the resolution of that show, like they kind of decide they're not monsters too, right? Uh, but with, I, with Demon Slayer, it's really different and unique from that because Tanjiro isn't half demon, right? He is not straddling both worlds. In fact, it's just his sister who is a, is a slowly becoming a demon or is a demon, tiny little demon, uh, <laughs> who <laughs> sleeps instead of eats people, uh, which is sweet. But I think even having, like, Nesco as, like, this soft point for him doesn't even matter like I, I think even if Nesco wasn't there because Tandro is just so sweet and is such like a, a genuine soft boy lovable guy uh that he would have always like done that right like demons killed his entire family right? like episode one like you know they are too happy to survive an anime show <laughs> like as, as soon as they're all loving each other and it's cute I was like all these kids dead <laughs> there's no way I can't trust them this is scary. I'm, my heart hurts already I just met them um but he like they they totally murder his entire family and he still finds a way to like give compassion to the demons that are literally out there killing I would say every demon except for uh the pedophile one <laughs> are in some degree like okay like there's there's because they, they you get to see that flashback of when they were human and that this was done upon them and that they're just reacting to the worlds that they were given and so i think it's like it's really interesting to have him be such a compassionate protagonist and it's a, a whole new way to look at that because with kaneki and shinichi they had to become the enemy to understand that People are doing what they need to survive. But Tandro just always knew that. Like, he's just like, you are all trying to figure yeah. it out. Yeah. Yeah. And they really um, set him I, up as like, uh, sorry. They really set him up, though, like as a really caring and empathetic person. Like, even like the first episode when he's going into town, he is like offering assistance without even having to be asked. Like, he kind of just takes it upon himself to like help people. And I feel like. That necess like that hasn't been seen as much where it's like they end up doing it because they have to like it's a means of their survival now we're like with like Tokyo Ghoul and uh, Parasite but yeah I totally agree like he was totally set up as just a nice 
nice boy. <laughs> he goes into town. He helps the kid who got accused of breaking the plate. He helps mm-hmm. uh, the guy with his roof. Like, there's all these instances where he's just genuinely empathic and, like, wanting to be, like, a good, good dude. And yeah. it's really cool. It's a and with these, fun thing. Yeah, with these um, these sort of themes and, and character traits that we're starting to see now in these type of anime, it, it kind of goes back to what I was saying about the things that get embedded in your your mind as you're processing it you're enjoying the adventure but at the same time what you're also learning is that otherism is not okay Mm -hmm. (laughs) right like you just just because the thing is different than you you know doesn't necessarily make it a foe you know and and i i just absolutely love that like yeah you're right have to survive you know like the parasite the maximum like the pair yeah. your food ghouls <laughs> your food you know like we are trying to drink coffee instead but like you know this is there is a a, a chain of nature taking place here and we're just trying to exist um sure we can come to the table and do this a little bit more diplomatically i guess but whereas demons are i in demon slayer i just i enjoy how you see that it it's it's also somewhat deeper than even them at one point being human it's like oh they were human but it's been lost is <laughs> that humanity mm-hmm. is completely gone it, it's 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 morphed into what they you know have you know become now as a demon like the worst parts have morphed into this but at the same time they've forgotten everything it's like I, I i don't know i guess the equivalent is like if if humans could live for centuries right most of us can barely remember like what happened just a couple years ago so yeah yeah it's like it's like they completely completely gone right like they have yeah. absolutely no idea who they used to be and it's almost like they get even when they're dying they only get just a little glimpse. I, I think I used to be like this, or I think I used to have someone like this in my life yeah. that I cared about, and I can't even remember their face, you know? Yeah. yeah. It's so sad, because you're seeing that, like, this is this has been done to them, right? Like, no no one's becoming a demon. And, like, as the show, like, the, the manga goes on, even, there are, like, stories in which they're... Like, you really get to see the background and they get, like, even more tragic and, like, totally break your heart. And I think it's, like, interesting that, you know, Tandro's doing this kind of, like, Dr. Kevorkian role of, like, <laughs> he, he's not just killing for killing's sake. Like, we're not getting the speech from, like, Eren in Attack on Titan where he's like, you murdered my mom, so now I'm going to murder your entire race uh, yeah. without any understanding <laughs> what it is. Like. First of all, you think that no one else has cared enough? Like, no one else has lost somebody, bud? Uh, like, uh, hold on. But the fact that he's like, I've lost my entire family. They're evil. But he's still, like, coming to bat for them. And it's it's such a unique way to have your protagonist who lives in such a dark, depressing world. Like, his sister is literally a demon and has to, like, struggle. And he's never like, I have to annihilate all these people. He, like, even, you know, like like shows mercy on some of the really terrifying and honestly like evil like of these demons that have like do some really terrifying things like um we can enter 
spoiler town. <laughs> so <laughs> definitely make sure that you watch uh, the first season of Demon Slayer, the film. Uh, uh, the, the train is coming out soon, which I am really eager, but also really sad. <laughs> like, I'm sad to think about it. It's such a sad story, but it's good. Um, and definitely read the manga. It's completed, so you can read the whole thing and, and feel like it got to an end and it's not something that's going on forever. Looking at you, One Piece. Um, or Hunter <laughs> Hunter. Like, what are you doing? 900 um, plus episodes <laughs> later. Yeah, like, what are you doing? Why? Who wants this? Uh, give us an end, alright? Like, let us be done. Release us <laughs> from this. Um, We specifically wanted to talk about the spiders arc. So there's a, a family um, that are called like the spiders and they're demons and they all look similar and they all have a, a role like they're they don't really have names. They're named after what role they are in the family. So like mother, older sister, older brother. And then the one who does have a name, I can't remember it. Uh, Rui. Dad. <laughs> Rui, yes. And so uh, they're all really terrifying they are like that arc is so scary like we've seen demons but it still was very shown in like punch time like you know it, it's kind of scary but we're like all right he's gonna get through it then we get to like the spooky mountain and like mother spider is literally controlling them using strings like controlling them like they're puppets and forcing them while still conscious to attack their friends and to hurt themselves like yeah <laughs> that that <laughs> that arc is absolutely uh just <laughs> like i feel despair um when when watching it because the themes are are so graphic uh you know both on a on an emotional level as as well as like you sort of sympathizing with the physical physical if you can even imagine what it's like to have strings attached to your body and be forced to do things that you don't want to do to kill your, uh, friends. To kill your friends right um you know like yeah 
there are even themes of domestic violence, <laughs> you mm-hmm. know, going yeah. on with that. Like with the yeah. person you're when you're have, being forced to empathize with the character who's doing all these heinous things, this puppeteering. Right. Like you're like, oh, wow. And even she is afraid for her life. What mm-hmm. is going on right now? <laughs> like, like, yeah, like I just, I just, I just watched you uh, move people around until their bones were broken, and they're like one. One of them explains like very graphically that all their bones are shattered, and that they're starting to pierce their insides, piercing their organs, and that every time they move, they're hurt. And, you know, and then they beat Tanjiro and, and, and Osuke figure out a way to try to help them out, you know, keep them from moving, toss them over the tree, which I thought was also kind of terrible. Um, it was like they, they <laughs> yeah. just they just said they, they hurt every time they, they're yeah, moved. Yeah, still super really, painful. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, <laughs> right. But like, you know, toss it. You toss them up there. You stop them from moving. And then she gets upset and she snaps all their necks like yeah. <laughs> like. Oh my god! <laughs> like this is like <laughs> nothing but dread. Like that's all, yeah. that's all I felt at that point. I was like, "Wow, yeah. what are we dealing with right now?" Like she's obviously doing this out of desperation. So what else do we have to look forward to? Because that was terrible. <laughs> yeah. You know, Rui is just like, "Can you really handle this, mother?" And I'm like, "Oh, what?" Little kid is like little kid, little little like albino boy in the darkness. Like, <laughs> like, can you handle this, mother? And she's like sweating nearly to tears. Please like, don't tell father. Yeah. Yeah. I'm just like, don't wow. get dad. Just don't. Just don't get. Yeah. Him. Just. Oh my just God. don't get. Don't go get your dad. And I'm like, whoa. I so don't scary. know what's dynamically happening right now. This is like beyond dysfunctional. Like your son is making you afraid. <laughs> Like yeah. by threatening with, yeah. Like, oh god, I don't, I don't, I, 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 I mean, at that point, Demon Slayer already had my heart, right? So I'm like, I'm going, I'm along for this journey. But like, if I had been just like dropped in the middle of that, I don't, I don't know, I don't know if I could have handled it. Yeah, Demon Slayer yeah. is definitely like the the hurt people hurt people show. Yeah, right? it's yeah. Just like these people experience trauma and now this is like the only way they know how to be and like they're doing these like awful things like the what this older sister has a spider ball like spider web ball and you like disintegrate so they can eat you later or older yeah. brother with the freaking people turning into spiders looking like toy story <laughs> yeah right the the, the, the the head on spider legs yeah, yeah. just like crawling around and whatnot oh God, like, that yeah. was the worst <laughs> I just remember when I saw that, I was like, if that happened to me, I would be like anyone. Obviously, you would be so upset. But I was like, how dare I slowly turn into a spider human? Like, it was absolutely terrifying. And I just that was just the most upsetting arc. Like, it was so satisfying. Yeah terrible and i actually just recently started rewatching inuyasha so it's a very minor tangent but there's actually <gasps> a character in the first three episodes of inuyasha that does the hair uses hair from yeah. people like decapitates people steals their hair turns them into puppets to fight and do things that they don't want to do and i was like oh my god it's like spider people and it was like way less horrific in inuyasha like i was watching i was like that's not that bad but like they really play it up in demon slayer to make it genuinely like an emotional horror experience um that invoked way more sympathy for me (laughs) 
than the Inuyasha <laughs> one did. So I thought it was interesting, like the contrast. Definitely not for the arachnophobe. Um, I, I, I'd say like Mm-mm. that's that's not the episode to, no. to see. And I was I will say what got me through it, and I think got most of us through it is is Zenitsu. Like mm-hmm. his he was there as your compass. Like he was there as like what would a normal person do in this situation? <laughs> like first of all, not Panic. go up the mountain. <laughs> Right. And like, and then, and then, and then, and then sit there and feel sorry for yourself because your friends have left you to go up the creepy mountain. Right. And like, and then think about someone that went up that mountain that you really, you know, in an odd sort of way care about, like, because he's, Mm -hmm. he's very amorous. Right. (laughs) Yeah. Like, he's like Nezuko. Right. And he runs up there. And then, like, like, yeah. Right. And then he's having to deal with it. He gets bitten. Right. Because that's what spiders do. He gets bitten. Right, and like he freaks out. And he it's not turns the around. fun kind, like Spider Man. It's it's not the fun. Kind. <laughs> you're not, you're not getting yeah. fun superpowers. Yeah, you're getting no, so, very upsetting ones. It's like Mer- MRSA or something like is taking place. Right, like it's terrible. Uh, and like you know, he turns around. He sees he sees human head on on spider body, and he's like he zips. Like he's like I'm not dealing with this. He's like absolutely like, not. Like in the wind, you know, and I, I feel like that's what helped. Like seeing someone who was just like completely not about it, like just like no, and then sees a bigger spider spider body with a human head, and then runs in the opposite direction and says, "Don't talk to me." Like he literally, he's like, "Don't do not speak. I don't. I see the head. I don't need you to confirm that's a human head by speaking with a voice. Do not I do talk not want to, to me. empathize with you. Yeah, monster. I don't want to be friends. I need to go. <laughs> like I just, I love it so much. And 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 Alex Lee, I had to look this up because I was just like, whoever's doing the voice for the like the dub for Zenitsu, uh, like I'm just like this guy. I haven't heard rants like that since like Edward <laughs> so Elric good. from Full Metal, yeah. right? Like, and they, I would I would go as far as to say these are even like better. Like they're just like so next level. When you think they're about to stop, they just don't. <laughs> like, yeah, they just keep going. Um, Alex Lee does such a great job with that. Yeah, I I like these, like, the group of them, because I I love Inosuke, even though he's just, like, masculinity (laughs) running around. He's such a weird little boy. Um, His, like, getup reminds me of... um, uh, Princess Mononoke and so I'm mm. always like that's like where I go and the fact that he's so pretty I'm just like really? <laughs> like why is the like most masculine like <laughs> toxic man here the prettiest boy <laughs> like, like what is happening Tanjiro is also pretty but I, I really love that I love his like animal like that he's doing his own thing uh, and doesn't really care what others do but finds like appreciation for other like strong boys yeah <laughs> <laughs> Zenitsu, he's just like not nah, get out of here um <laughs> but I, I yeah and I, I enjoy like I said Tanjiro and like every single like I love the the head of the breathers I always forget what they're called they're desert like their titles I know what you're talking oh, about the, the, I don't the, know the, like the Hashira yes Hashira. there it is yeah. thank you yeah, yeah yes yeah. I love that because I love the um, the rules for this. Like, I love the breathing styles. I love that they come from, like, they're all adapted from, like, an initial, just, like, one of the elements, and they've made it their own, like, the fact that you have mist and love, right? Or, like, the, <laughs> you know, butterfly. I, you know, love that she wears pants. <laughs> and that she's, like, not strong enough to behead them, but she has her own way to do it. Like, 
I really found like some of the female characters in there really empowering too, which is like we don't always get that. They're like the doctor, like with her flowers and like she's like super sciencey. Um, even just Nesco and how friggin' cool she is. <laughs> like she is like stronger than Tandra sometimes. And I'm like, that's so dope. Um and, and I, I just really love those rules. Cause sometimes like anime rules get weird and yeah. I don't understand how we got here, but I really do understand the world of Demon Slayer in a way that I didn't think I would. And I just love like yeah. seeing each one of those. Cause you know, in the film we'll get to have time with the fire breather. The, the Hashira, the Hashira situation was very um, upsetting to me. So I was like, I was like, I'll, I'll catch you guys in like season two. Um, yeah. You know, I was very upset with how they how they came off <laughs> uh, toward Tanjiro. Like, I was very oh, very yeah. upset. Like, I was like vocalizing how upset I was. Like, yeah, Ali, the one <laughs> punched Nesco. Like, sir. Yeah, <laughs> I was a tiny like, child girl in my bag. What are you doing? Yeah, and then like also with the sword in the box. Like, didn't he stab? Yeah. Like, in yeah, yeah, I was just like, this is what. And like they're holding Tanjiro down, and like, and I was, bro, this is like worse than bullying somehow like this is like something next yeah. level um yeah I, I wasn't i wasn't a fan i was like i'll we'll start like it's definitely <laughs> a real representation of like humanity though because there are so many that like, mean that we wouldn't have oppressive and disgusting systems if people like how the hashira reacted to nezuko and uh, like existed like they would not exist if people like that didn't exist uh so it is super gross but i guess it, i i do think it's like a telling human reflection of how awful people can be um, yeah and you know the uh, one person that you mentioned um the one that she's not strong enough to cut heads off but she has her complete own own style you know she she, she tends to speak with a certain level of uh I can't even tell if it's sarcasm or if she's she's being real. But, you know, there's a moment where she says, if only, you know, demon slayers and, and demons could just get along and be friends. And, you know, she says it with that, like, sort of smirk, like, are you being serious right now? Um, you know, but the the other Hashira is just like, that'll just that'll never happen so long as they continue to eat us. You know, so I'm yeah. like, so I guess you're thinking logically about this. You're you're this is reactionary. Um, if you see someone in need because a demon's trying to eat them, you'll, you'll take action. But when I saw the rest of the crew, I was like, no, no, you guys are actually being very much more proactive about this than you first let on. Um, (laughs) there's clearly not a threat here, but you're trying to, you're trying to make some drama and I'm, I'm not about it. I think it's just like vengeance, weird vengeance. (laughs) Yeah. I think they represent like what the previous protagonist would have been, right? Is like that, like they're the the Eren in Attack on Titan, right? Yeah. Like they're like, you mm-hmm. have killed, like, because they have that whole moment where they're like, we have all lost someone. Mm-hmm. Like we have all experienced pain because of this other. And so they don't have the compassion that Tandro has. And so it is just like, no, we're like, you eat or be eaten kind of thing. And, and it sucks because it's like, that's how it's always been. And it takes something like Tenjiro and Nesco to show them that that's not the only option. Um, I will say that like when you're, you know, moving forward, you get to have those one-on-one experiences with some of them. Uh, with Butterfly, I don't know if it was in the show or the manga where they talk about her relationship with her sister 
In the show. They did yep. that in the show? Mm-hmm. Okay, yeah. Like, mm-hmm. I really enjoyed that, that it was like, that her sister was the one who was smiling, and her sister was the one who was like, I'm doing this for the good, and she was like, That's stupid. And to lose her, she was like, no, I have to take on that role. Yeah. And like, so I think it's a mix. I don't, I think mm. she does, at the same, like, want that but also is like that's not gonna happen yeah. <laughs> she's like wouldn't it be nice but i'm a realist yeah. okay and it's not gonna happen um one of the my favorite arcs that i just had finished in the manga is with the flamboyant one he has like the eye patch and he's like got the like gemstones like he looks ridiculous uh and he's like it's not flamboyant enough and i was like i love him uh <laughs> I don't care that he's a polygamist. He has three wives. It's fine. Uh, But his whole arc, they have, like, with these, like, like, it's, like, geisha time. And the demons that they encounter have, like, such a sad history. Like, you get to learn. It's, like, one, it's the most stressful arc I've experienced because it just doesn't end. And I thought everyone was going to die. It was so stressful. But even with all of that pain, like, they're showing us these demons, like, backstories. And I was, like, dog. (laughs) not have me feeling bad for these guys i'm so sad that they have to do this like literally everyone but the like main like the father of demons who looks like maybe michael jackson in smith criminal (laughs) or according to yodoya chavis looks like um jack white (laughs) and i was like yes that's so true um but yeah besides him and again that pedophile demon who stole the young girls like all of them have some redeeming quality. And I do, I think like when we get to see, except for the one that, that stabbed Nezco, <laughs> all the other Hasha are like, you're going to, you're going to see their side too. Yeah. Because like, yeah. they're not just killing for killing's sake. Like they all have reasons and like the train yeah, one, you're going to see his reasons too. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Anime is getting better and better at forcing you to have, and I had to look this word up in the dictionary of obscure sorrows, um, forcing you to have a sonder, which is the realization that everyone's life is just as nuanced and complex as your own. And, Aww. you know, yeah, I it's very easy to not have one of those. And we're starting to get these stories now where you you don't get a choice. Here you go. Um, they might be terrible right now in the present, but we're going to give you that very complex and nuanced past, <laughs> you know, and you're yeah. going to have to cope with it. <laughs> it's like, imagine if they took this much time to have us empathize with Vegeta, right? Like, I yeah. think we, like, in, in, like, cause it's like, he was our enemy mm. <laughs> and then now he's not, right? Like, and I feel like the relationship with Wilma and his growth would have been even more impactful if we're like, we're not just seeing him being like, I was, I was a prince and we get the glimpse that he lost everything. We would also like mm-hmm. have those moments where like he actually cared and that he's vulnerable and that this is like a, like, obviously that's a front to protect himself. Like if we could have those moments where we're sitting with Vegeta in his pain, then we would feel so much more when he's like doing that instead of being like, this guy's just yelling again. Yeah. <laughs> he's just doing his I, I, I have, as a Dragon Ball fan, I have to, I have to say they're, they're kind of retconning in it in a way with that. Like we're still not getting these like very intimate moments, but they're, they're definitely starting to uh, give more glimpses in Dragon Ball Super 
like things that you you wouldn't have known before. <laughs> Maybe it is this like uh, I I found the title for the the video from Yudoi and it's called Anime Sad Boys. Not all shonen heroes are jerks. Um, <laughs> from getting the robot days. And maybe it is with the existence of protagonists like Tanjiro or, or Deku who are like forming relationships. Like we're, we have entire arcs in My Hero where they're like learning how to babysit, right? <laughs> like, and, yeah. and be kind. And remember that being a hero also means just being a good person and not punching the best. Like it's not mm -hmm. about punching the best. It's about being like a hero in your core. <laughs> and I think like with that change, maybe that's why we're kind of seeing an influence in our, you know, longstanding anime to come around and be like, let's feel some things. Let's give <laughs> let's give a little more oomph and, you know, yeah. uh less reasoning. punchy punch. <laughs> yeah, let's punch more like more like, okay, I understand why you punch yeah. punch. <laughs> yeah, yeah, right. Empathize with the fighting a little bit more. But there's there there is no good uh, for Dragon Ball, there is no good reason really besides it's just in their nature. Yeah. Like they're just yeah. a warrior just race. Your turn. Yeah. yeah. You just have to you just have to accept it, right? <laughs> but it's yeah. Like a the contrast between uh, like the beginning of Dragon Ball Z where it's like, oh, we let half the population die a bunch of times. Like where like you have like someone like Deku or Tanjiro who's like, no, we have to save those people too. Like mm -hmm. it's less about just being the strongest. It's more about like, oh God, the awful. Like we have to protect everyone from the awful instead of like, I, I am stronger than my dad, but I can't let him yeah. see that to destroy yeah. this man who's destroying all these islands. Like it's very, I guess like the point is different. Yeah. yeah. Mm -hmm. It's altruism. Yeah, well, it's like, even it's like, like a Deku. respect for altruism. Yeah. Like Deku with his like entrance exam, like he sacrificed his points simply just to save someone. He was like, I understand that this means I'm out and that I worked all that for nothing, but I'm going to have to, I have to save this person. Like, yeah. <laughs> are you kidding me? That's how it has to work. And so like to see, like it's just saving them for saving them's sake. Like even Tanjiro, like, having these moments with the the fellow trainees of like his sensei to then be confronted with the murderer of all of his trainee like every person who was underneath him has died by the hands of this demon and he can still hold that demon's hand and be like i'm sorry that the world did this to you like that is like pfft, never <laughs> like that doesn't happen when it comes to the punch shows like we don't do that yeah yeah, that's very true. Uh, and, and if it happens, it's like feigned, you know, <laughs> like yeah. I, I feel like, you know, there are moments it's, it's trickery uh, and, and some of the older anime, you, you think you're about to get an emotional part and then it just turns out like, just just kidding. I only gotcha. got emotional because I was like dying and now I'm alive again. <laughs> you know? Yeah. Yeah, I got emotional, so I'll get good. Like, I cry, so, like, the cry turns into muscle, and then I can punch better. <laughs> you know? It's not because I actually care about what you're doing. Learn yeah. nothing. It's fine. Yeah. Um, yeah. Do we have any last thoughts about Demon Slayer besides, like, everyone should go watch it? Like, it's, I don't, this is, like, top five anime, like, Ever. Like, to the fact, like, yeah. I don't really read, like, manga, like, usually because I'm just like, oh, I read when can watch <laughs> and is mm -hmm. in color. <laughs> and yeah. it speaks to me. And it's like, the words are so small. And I got to scroll the right to left. I'm like, I can't. My brain. Uh, but I did for this. Like, I am actively reading this. I think it's really refreshing to finally have 
some like anime that like you can like really care about the care like everybody in it like it's just like more what is the word like there's layers like it's it's just showing like the depth of emotion that humanity is capable of and that we don't have to like be cruel and sacrifice people for the sake of survival like there is a world where like good exists because i think like it's a sort of a reflection of like how society has been developing from like just accepting atrocities for the sake of survival where like now it's like no that doesn't have to happen we can take care of people we don't have to act like consumer capitalists we can like help other human beings and it's like cool to see that reflected in the media that's coming out and like this kind of like emotional shift of compassion and empathy instead of just like murder because needs to happen it doesn't need to happen and it's cool to like see characters that you're rooting for that are arguing that and kind of helps amplify how gross it was before where it's like no you don't have mm-hmm. to be the worst you don't have yeah. to sacrifice all the, these humans for this the generations too like that's a very like gen z thing mm-hmm. like they're so over it they're so over yeah. everyone messing up their world like you've had your time you messed it up it's our turn millennials are like we're just trying to <laughs> we're just trying to live and like zennials or gen z whatever you want to call them are like no there's we gotta care about each other and that's what you guys were missing out on this entire we time. gotta do better <laughs> yeah yeah and everything everything is reflecting it right and you know yeah i look forward to how this kind of media is going to ingrain itself into like their personality traits and their decision making and like yeah just what kind of person are you going to grow into right because we can Mm -hmm. most of us can look back on something that was like oh no yeah that anime is that's my in my dna at this point (laughs) yeah you know i took it like that makes up some of my core values right like who's going to be growing up and saying like oh yeah no demon slayer yeah, that's completely me. Like that is <laughs> you you be caring for, you know, others and yeah. you, you like also it's okay to be afraid, but you can overcome that fear, right? Like I feel like that's what that's what Zenitsu mm-hmm. is embodying, right? Like mm-hmm. yeah. <laughs> you don't you don't have to pretend in Tanjiro, right? Like <laughs> Yeah. So yeah, we're we're getting we're getting to a point now where like I, I I'm seeing some really great things in 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 these the new age anime i don't know what you want to call it but yeah i look forward to it you know and even with as like an older sibling you know like i I have quite a distance between you know my brothers and me and you know one of them he's like freshly 13 you know at this point it's like yeah same i just had a brother he's he's, 13 (laughs) that's so funny yeah like he's and he i don't i don't know about your sibling but mine's like he's 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 quite in sensitive and in touch with his 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 emotions and 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 how he vocalizes it. You know, I don't think he's getting it directly from him, but it's, he's getting it from somewhere, right? Like it's it's like how how is that gonna like you know transform Z, and man. metamorphosize over time, right? They're the better people. Like I I hope they every time I'm like yo the better people though. <laughs> We're handing them some. We're handing them a terrible world, and they're yeah. I was about to say the world hard. they will inherit. Hopefully, will not be too far gone. Yeah, hopefully, yeah. we can do something, or we can at least, you know, uh, keep it going for a little longer. <laughs> Give 
them a little more time, stall it so they can fix it. Yeah. Sorry, we're, I don't know how well we could do. Um, yeah, I think we're in a new era of, of anime and it's super exciting. Um, but thank you, Jeff, for joining us for a second time. Uh, make sure people check out quiettwin.com. Any, anywhere else that we can find you or connect with you? Um, you know, uh, let me, I wasn't, I wasn't ready. Uh, hold on. <laughs> give me just, just, just a moment here. So we already mentioned quiettwin.com. Also, there is, um, this group that I am a part of this collective, uh, known okay. as Philly AV. And you can find us on Instagram at Philly AV, I believe. And the website is phillyav.club, but, uh, I can be found at quiet.twin um on instagram so yeah, yeah see those cool installations and stuff <laughs> those videos i definitely get it well with that being said make sure you you definitely check out jeff's work um and again if you have not watched demon slayer please do also read the manga yeah. watch the film when it comes out we'll probably talk about it a little bit when it does um because we're super i'm like so excited it's gonna be great um but with that being said don't get married don't get married kids. delete your kids yeah, still doing it. Still saying that. <laughs> maybe, or maybe you'll die, and now your kid is a nice hero. Maybe. Yeah. I'd I'd die, I'd die I'd die anime mom style for my kid to be a good kid and save the world. I'm now married. I was like, when I was listening to your like last episode, I was like, you I guess it. the next you did the guess, forbidden thing. Yeah, I was like, I guess the other option is. Don't have kids? <laughs> don't, like, <laughs> yeah, I, was yeah, like, I was like, I don't know what else to do. <laughs> <laughs>